0: Hello all, welcome to the Blooming Boomers. It's Anna. And Morella. And today we wanted to address the importance of physical
1: activity, especially as we get older. Right, so let's stress the importance. Not that, you know, we can tell you that we're on the bandwagon 100% of doing it, but we're not. <laughs> we think about it all the time. <laughs> we think, yes, that's
0: the operative word. Well, we thought we'd start... The benefits, right? Yeah. Why would we do this? So we thought, well, one is physical.
1: Yeah. And we know that, right? As you get older, my doctor is telling me, if you are more active and you lower your BMI, you're less prone for diabetes. Yes. Right? And if you're less prone to diabetes and you're exercising, that means your heart is in better condition. You're less prone to strokes and heart attacks and... Your life will have a quality to it that even if you live to be 107, you want to live to be 107 with a good heart and without any conditions.
0: Exactly. So it isn't, as we know, statistically, we're a generation that's living longer, but longer is not always good. It's the quality of life. Right. So physical activity, you know, fits
1: into that. There's bone density, so, you know, fracture. And... Keeping your joints limber, keeping flexibility through yoga allows you to be able to not stiffen up, to be able to keep balance so you're not as likely to fall, right? Exactly. And just posture, just standing taller, resilience
0: and immune system, big boost. So, you know, you're more likely to avoid some of the colds and flus Certainly, that's no guarantee, but it certainly helps. Mm-hmm. So, so physical. I mean, that
1: alone a should lot of reasons should be the number one motivating factor for everybody that is over fifty-five. Should, should be, should <laughs> be, right? Yes. I mean, it's like those warnings on a pack of cigarettes, how they used to say. If people could only see what their lungs look like, if they could see what smoking does to their teeth and their gums, and they had the picture of the poor woman who got lung cancer, Tarnith, and mm-hmm. they showed her in a hospital bed, and she was on her deathbed. They said, oh, if people saw this, that would motivate them to stop. And you know what? Way easier said than
0: done. Yeah. Yeah, Yep. Yeah. And then, of course, there's emotional reasons, stress reduction.
1: Yeah, now that one, one. I I get it. I know that physical exercise is good for your mental and emotional well-being. I get it. You know what, Anna, you may not believe this, but between the ages of 30 and 45, I exercised like regularly, Mm -hmm. consistently. I went to the gym. I used to bike ride everywhere. I was very, very fit. And my mental and emotional health was very good. But here's the thing that happened a mm. family crisis. And you would think that I would have turned to more physical exercise, knowing that, but I didn't. I turned to my drug of choice, which was food. And when <sighs> you eat carbs and sugars, last thing you body wants to do is move that is true but you know what
0: i would have thought exactly that if something happens some key tragic or suddenly major event in one's lifetime i'm trying to think mine probably initially i'd be like you i'm trying to think what i would have done but for me when i was younger actually physical fitness going to all these classes, if they were across town, if they were early in the morning, and I'm not a morning person, I would do it. And I came out, I was calmer. If there was something at work even, just ongoing stress, physical fitness worked for me. It also gave me confidence. For some people, it's also, you know, that connection because you meet people there. For me, I wasn't that way. I was more of a loner. So for me, it was more the stress and the confidence. But for me, it worked. It's just as I got older, different story. Oh, (laughs) my gosh. I
1: I do know people that that's how they relieve stress, is they go for a long walk, or they go for a jog or a run around the seawall, or they go for a big bike ride. I know that when I do it, I feel better for it. You know what? I I think that's
0: the thing. It's like... Getting to the space in your head where you feel it's like brushing teeth. Mm -hmm. And I've tried that analogy for me. And burying success, although I know physical, emotional, of major benefits.
1: Yeah, for me, and I guess everybody's got their own reasons or their own issues with it. For me, it doesn't matter how strong the habit is. When everything falls apart... And there's a crisis with people that I love that I can't do anything for. I always just want to isolate and hunker down and go to my drug of choice, and that is food. and it, yeah. And for some people, it's going to the gym is their drug of choice. So it's almost like okay, it's important. I know the analogy of make it like brush your teeth. You know, every day for fifteen minutes, I do yeah, this, and yeah. that. but that only works if your life has that schedule and routine Mm. so as long as my life was going tickety-boo and stuck to a schedule it was part of my routine and I did it I went to the gym on Mondays and Wednesdays Mm. and Fridays I went but when a monkey wrench was thrown in and there was all this stuff happening and I can't leave at two o'clock I can't leave at four o'clock and I'm dealing when I'm you know, talking to police officers, and I'm dealing with like uh, you know social workers, and I'm dealing with all of that. I can't just get away. And then, what do you do when you're trying to soothe yourself and it's midnight? Well, you know,
0: it takes you away. The focus becomes no longer you. If something happens, it's you're focusing on others. For me, for whatever reason, my character hard to say, I start with me. But for me, what's changed is the age. As I got older, that kind of motivation, getting in the car, driving across town, getting in the morning, I don't know, much, much harder. So maybe we can talk about it a little further later. Mm -hmm. Maybe, you know, the third component, there's benefits of physical fitness. The the physical, as we said, the emotional, uh, which we'll discuss further. There's now the latest studies, brain. The impact on the brain. I think the buzzword now or the buzzword is actually called that neuroplasticity. It used to be that not too long ago, everyone thought scientists, the doctors and just regular people, you get to a certain age, you know, that thing you can't teach an old dog. Basically, your neurons, your brain structure stays the same or starts decaying. And in the last 10 years or so, they've done a lot of studies. And surprise, surprise, our brain, new neurons, the stuff that makes the brain, actually grow. You make new connections. The brain is restructured. And a lot of it, I mean, many reasons, lifestyle, foods, you name it. But certainly the physical component, the physical activity is a large
1: component. Well, you sold me. It's good. It's positive. There's no downside to physical activity, right? Mm-hmm. There's nothing but pluses, right? I think we yes, can all agree yes. that if you are physically active, you are going to be healthier, emotionally, physically, brainwaves, mentally. Everything will better be better. Better decisions. Better planning, you, so Focus. Ma- so my question Have I is... I sold it to you? Oh, absolutely. So why do so few people do it? When it is 100%, there is no drawback. I mean, I think perhaps if you exercised maybe 12 hours a day, seven days a week, maybe you might stress some part of your... But honest to goodness, I know people who exercise five hours a day. Like, maybe not all Mm -hmm. of it hard, but between bike riding and a row machine and walking. Five hours of exercise in there. Great. Of course. It's done nothing but wonders. Why so few people? That is an
0: interesting question. And, you know, I think it's finding a group of people, self-motivation, just pushing yourself. This is finally how I get to classes. And it's not by any stretch as it was before, but the only way I can get myself in is almost threatening myself. What classes do you go to? What classes? I do Pilates. I've signed up for dancing 55 and up. I do yoga. I have a shopper's channel. I've bought, I haven't received it yet, a Pilates chair. Now I'm thinking, if I had equipment at home (laughs) (laughs) and, you know, the videos and the manuals, Ah, that might work. So it is a challenge. Let me get you into some studies if that wasn't enough. Oh. I okay. kinda googled and thought, okay, what is th- out there? You know, <laughs> like concrete scientific research. So, University of Maryland, 2013 study recruited something like 26 healthy men and women age group 55 to 85 and they checked no serious memory problems in, with that group and asked them to come in into their exercise lab for 30 minutes. And then I forget now but after some time they took those folks MRI scans. And the way they did that was they flashed popular celebrities and you know how quickly do you recognize? So they found After the exercise, they did the uh, measurement before and after. And what they found afterwards, dramatic improvement in recognition. So their conclusion was that the memory, the brain, works like a muscle. The more you use it, the more efficient it becomes. Mm -hmm. So that's, you know, fairly recently, University of Maryland. Then I went on. So in Norway... The university, I think it's called Norwegian University of Science and Technology, if anyone wants to look it up, they followed about 30,000 people, that's quite a number, since the 1980s. And then periodically they assessed them. Mm -hmm. So at the end of this study, and I forget when they concluded, but just recently, they found that 50% of, they had a control group as well, but 50% of those who exercised had fifty-five zero percent less chance of developing dementia, mm-hmm. and also they found it, you don't have to start early; you can start in your middle age, and the effects are there, or even later. So, and then just
1: one more. I do know that. Listen, when I used to go to the gym for those fifteen years, I was lifting weights, and at the time it was the eighties. Uh, there weren't a lot of women lifting weights back then, and the studies that they had found was. If you want to reverse osteoporosis, the only thing that works is weightlifting. See, there you go. And you can do it... So that's physical. You can do it in your 70s. Yeah. Weightlifting is the only thing that will reverse osteoporosis at any part of your life and do you know how it happens it happens because along your muscles you have little tendons that every time they contract and contract it they send a message to your bone a little electrical message that makes your bone denser really yep see there you go and it's such a cheap way right and here's the real cheap thing. Here's the real cheap thing. The only thing that appeals to me at my age now is when I look at my aunt. My aunt is 95 years old. My aunt has muscles. Like when she makes a little thing with her arms, a little yeah, weight. With, yeah, Her arms are Not so def- dense. You know what? She doesn't drive. She's been widowed for a few years. She does gardening. She does her own shopping, carries At two 95? bags. At 95? At 95, walks everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like So there's the daily shopping, and then you're carrying bags, and mm-hmm. then you're in the garden, and she has stairs. She's never wanted so to move away from the stairs. And there's the up and down the stairs and doing the laundry and hanging the laundry out to dry. And she's in great physical condition. Mm-hmm. What I like is it's just part of her life. And maybe that's the trick, getting ourselves
0: to that. You know, maybe my prior example wasn't the best, the the teeth cleaning, but somehow making it your lifestyle. Maybe that's the better word.
1: Well, I do know that when you live in large city centers, it's easier to walk, right? If you're living in suburbs, it's very car-centric, so you're always getting in your car. But when you're living so it's in the city... sedentary, which right? doesn't help. But if you're living in a city, that's where you're more likely to say, oh, it'll take shorter time to just walk. And it, with the sidewalks and the yeah. bike lanes, it's more conducive to that, to just making it part of your daily so, so, life. So
0: probably as a side topic, more urban living is better yeah. in a general sense than yeah. retiring in some...
1: You know, but go town. ahead. Hit me with one. Well, more I have just, just one stat. more.
0: Um, it's not really stats. It's a 2019 and it's a study that been published in Nature Medicine, and they've basically proven that the brain after physical activity remodels itself, and it slows down age-related issues, memory loss, but also in some cases reverses. So that's good news in terms of prevention for Alzheimer's or dementia. And also they've proven that it actually makes you think better, more focused, clarity, planning, decision-making. And that's very recent. That's last year, 2019. So what you're describing, your aunt,
1: mm-hmm. she actually proves that. She does. She, and, and here's the bottom line. We see it on TV all the time. We hear it. Mm-hmm. We, we are exposed to those facts daily. And somehow... It is tough. I don't see a lot of us out there that are over 60 that are the embodiment of that. And you know, there's so many choices. You know, you started saying yoga... I mean,
0: there's Pilates, there's running, there's walking, like your aunt gar-
1: uh, gardening, shopping. Yoga has become pretty um, expensive if you, you can, go to those uh, but little you know, yoga studios. But there's studios.
0: options. You can do like a CD. You can do um, YouTube.
1: Yeah, YouTube
0: uh, in your own bedroom, yeah. right? I mean, you know, sure, if you can afford it, you know, personal trainer. But if you don't want to or, you know, one advantage, I suppose, having a personal trainer is accountability because he's there and he's the sergeant, you know, push-ups or whatever, There's community centers. There's stuff, my latest, like I said, the Pilates machine that I'm expecting at home. Or just basic walking.
1: Yeah. How many people, I'd like to see this tats on. I do know it's probably a high number of people who buy memberships in January.
0: A month later, right? Right? Half empty studio. And it's not because
1: we don't know the benefits of exercise and it's not that we don't know or see people who live that way and we admire them but when it comes to our, what does it for us why is it not enough for humans to be told it's good for you it's funny mm-hmm. because we keep asking for the magic pill like tell me I want to live to be a hundred and mm-hmm. have good quality of life mm-hmm. and if they say well you have to exercise X amount
0: Well, you know what? It's a little bit like the vitamin industry, let's call it, right? Because if we eat right, we'd have no need for vitamins. Mm. And yet vitamins and that nutrition industry, maybe not nutrition, but vitamin supplements, 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 maybe the better word, is a billions of dollars industry. So it's the same thing. Why can't we just go to the market and get an apple? I know I've been pretty hard on you.
1: I one cuz I I want, I will, I want, want you ch- to motivate me. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing that has worked for me and I hate to admit this mm-hmm. is a Fitbit. A Fitbit. Yeah. Why it's is that? Awful? Awful? Because technology <laughs> and, and I hate that that it's technology yes, and I had to I know replace <laughs> and I had to replace it the other day and I gave the poor clerk at Sports Check such a hard time. But The thing is that if I see that I'm only two or three thousand Mm. steps from like getting my goal, somehow that's like, oh, you know, or um, it sends you like a little message saying, you know, this is how many days you've gone out. And suddenly you kind of want to have that, oh, I want five out of five. Oh, I don't. So I know it's an it's internal kind of motivation. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe everything
0: else is like you said. We know all these things are good for us, all these benefits, but somehow it doesn't reach as well, or some of us. That's the case, or maybe even a lot of us. Maybe because those are external motivators versus what I think you're saying internal motivators you
1: want to be the five out of five or you know that internal competition internal yeah goal setting Hmm. yeah i suppose and it's a daily reminder because you can lose track of what you've done Mm -hmm. or you can say oh this month but daily it's telling you go for a walk or this is how many steps you've had i don't know i like walking the best because it's it's easy easy, right no no equipment
0: expensive right no no fancy i mean you can get that if you want but the thing is what do you need just a sweater hoodie coat running shoes boot you know right very basic stuff
1: i don't really want to invest in a whole bunch of equipment or fees until i don't know it's tough and then what is that goal you need a why to do anything (sighs) that takes effort When you're younger, sometimes it's, oh, I'm going to a wedding and I want to look good because so-and-so is going to be there. Or I'm going to a class reunion. Or I really like this guy at work. You know, that why that you can keep uh, up. I don't know know about when you're 60. I know the why should be your health. I know. But you know what? It's something I noticed myself
0: and... You know, my cousin, I was just talking to him recently, the same story. And that is, you've hit on something. When I was younger, I, I didn't have those issues. I didn't have, I didn't need to be motivated. I loved exercise. Part of it, of course, you're younger. And like you said, you know, guy, the whatever, the clothes. For me, it was also clothes. Mm. I wanted to fit in and, you know. Um, but I actually liked exercising. And I'm a night owl. And yet on Saturday mornings, I liked a certain class. It was across town. I would get up. And I would go, and I enjoyed it. As I started getting older, those motivators, you know, it wasn't anymore about looks, but health. And, you know, as we've been discussing, the motivators, no matter what I would tell myself, it was, it's just now, it is just so hard. I will sign up for a class, and like you said initially, like the New Year's resolution, you start off and you show up to classes, and then not. So,
1: I don't know, what do we do? I don't know. Okay, sometimes my motivation is, let's go for a long walk, and then when you come home, I'll buy you a pastry. <laughs> Not words. a good one, not a good one, though. <laughs> not the best, <laughs> not no. Not the best. So um I kind of like looking at my Fitbit and figuring out, you know, have I met that 10,000? It's kind of interesting because... How about the doctor? My
0: doctor sometimes, mm. you know, she asks me when I go for my
1: checkups, she yeah. says, so you've been doing any
0: fitness? You seem to have put on weight. And I said, yeah. And just regularly? And I said, well.
1: <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I, I do a lot more exercise here in um, Vancouver than I ever did because it is a lot easier to walk. So the climate, yeah, that's so part of it. I it's easy for me to get 10,000 steps just doing regular mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. You can do it meeting a friend, going to the library, and because the traffic is the way it is, it's almost mm-hmm. faster to walk someplace than, than try to get a bus and yeah, certainly a and lot cheaper a than parking, or right? Yeah. But um, I would love to get back to the gym, mm-hmm. lifting weights. Because, like you, I actually loved lifting weights. Mm. But when I go up to the gym, okay, in my mind, I'm still 39, 40 years old, and I remember how much I used to be able to lift, and I remember how I used to do the reps.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And,
0: and it ain't the same anymore? <laughs> I'm so out of shape. Uh, but that's a gradual process. And,
1: but... I know I know you know you you go there you're like oh I'm back in the gym yay and you're like oh my gosh I've really deteriorated where are my muscles where's my strength so you start losing (laughs) confidence or motivation again maybe a little regret some shame some Mm. disappointment that you're starting it you're starting at square one you are, yeah, I mean, if you let it go, like I have right let it go after fifteen years, you know, and I could handle and do so much, and I was so proud and you could see definition, your muscles to go right back to square one, it's really hard, it's defeating in a way, you yeah. know, to realize so that's a barrier I'm gonna have to try to get over, and then the why, um. For me, it was looking good. It was getting attention and, and looking good. Of course, I felt great. And so now I'm like, uh, but you're an old lady. Who cares? But, you know, we're back to uh, the blooming boomers.
0: Bloomin'. The boomers are bloomin'. <laughs> 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 huh. You know, no. Uh, you know, similar. And I'm sure a lot of our audience feels similarly that motivation and its heart. But at the same time, we need to find, you know, work at it, make it our goal, put it, you know, fridge magnet. Because as we've just, you know, the studies, the things we know intuitively, the physical, emotional, brain, it's in our interest. So, you know, sometimes I remind myself that dementia, because my mom, that's what she suffered from and i mean it's horrible to use that but i sometimes think well you gotta help yourself we all have to die but you know make it go to bed and then wake up in the meanwhile have quality of life so sometimes that works for me i mean it's a hard way it's a hard reminder but unfortunately it's no longer easy for me not like before far from it and yet I know there are strong benefits to to being fit, whether that's the confidence level, being 60-something and still thinking there's a lot left in me, I can still do a lot, and that certainly helps, whether that's going to the doctor less, whether that's, you know, that dementia prevention or or one uh, factor. Um, I'm trying hard to do that. Maybe finding a network of people, maybe trying, you know, trying different things, including that Pilates chair, and seeing because if you don't do anything, then, you know, it can't get better. If anything, it will get worse. So that's what I keep telling myself. You know, if anyone out of you there has a a listening to us, has an idea how to motivate, uh, suddenly let us know. Certainly let me know. I need it even more than Anna. Yeah, Mirella would hugely appreciate it yes. because we know it's it's good for us. It's important. It's our quality of life. It's being positive. It's, you know, living our life well. And I know uh, Mirella's not convinced, but we do, and uh, she's got some links to YouTube and the kind. We'll post it on our website, on our podcast website, on com, And um, yeah, we got to keep pushing. <laughs>
1: I know. When I see those little Japanese people doing their hip-hop and looking so fit and having so much fun, I am motivated. (laughs) For (laughs) a day.
0: It's just getting past that day. (laughs) Yep.
1: (laughs) Well, thank you all. All right. It's Mirella. And Anna. Till next time.